In today's episode, I go over three questions that I often get from pilots, and I tell you about my recent adventures on a Boeing 727. All this and more coming up on the Mayo Clinic Clear Approach Podcast, your home for aerospace medicine that matters. Well, greetings, everyone. This is Dr. Van, your medical co-pilot, coming to you as always from the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Now, I know it's been a little bit of uh, extra time since our last uh, episode, I think about a month ago now at this point, so I'm sorry for that delay. But believe it or not, I had a good reason. I was actually out on vacation. Well, okay, some people might actually call it a hypercritical physician burnout prevention strategy, but uh, you know, uh, tomato, tomato, that kind of thing. Now, I know what you are all wondering at this point, where does an aerospace medicine examiner in the Midwest go on vacation at the last second? Well, of course, you go to Chicago, otherwise known as O'Hare, otherwise known as ORD, or otherwise known as, oh my gosh, I can't believe we have a layover there. Fortunately, we happen to live only about a five-hour drive from Chicago, or 10 hours with kids, and so we hopped into the car and packed into an embassy suites downtown in Chicago like we were a textbook definition of the word fire hazard. Now, it's been a couple of years since I've been back to Chicago, and I really had forgotten how much I enjoyed that place. And uh, it's also the first time I've been there without needing a stroller for one of my kids. And with that freedom, we pretty much saw and ate everything touristy that we could imagine. Deep dish pizza, check. Willis Tower, check. Navy Pier, check. Hot dogs, check, check, check. I even managed to get on an airplane while I was in town. And that airplane was a Boeing 727. Now, before you get too excited, the plane I was on actually didn't go anywhere. One of the places that we visited while we were there was the Museum of Science and Industry, which is uh, down near the University of Chicago. Now, with having four kids in my family, I've been to a lot of museums like this, but I gotta say the one in Chicago really takes the gluten and dairy-free cake. They had a couple of great exhibits, including a um, a full-on train that you could walk through. There were some of those neat uh, hands-on physics uh, exhibits, and they had a full-on 727. And it wasn't just hanging from the ceiling, you actually got to walk through it. And there had been some cross sections cut out so you could see all the cool insides, like the uh, minimal barrier between the passenger compartment and the luggage compartment, and those cool tail cone stairs. Now, even though it's a little bit of a hike from downtown Chicago, I highly recommend it next time uh, you're in town. And in a limited time offer, if you stop at the ticket desk and mention that you heard about the museum through the Clear Approach podcast, you will get a whopping 0% off your admission price. Of course, it's also a great place for families. My kids love the entire museum, and my wife said that the 727 was the safest she has ever felt on a plane with me. Wait... All right, for today's episode, I wanted to share with you three questions that I frequently get from pilots on our Clear Approach online service. 
and they are related to medical certification in general, and I figured a lot of you probably have the same question out there. So let's get to it. Question number one, dear Clear Approach, and yeah, I'm paraphrasing here, so if you send me in this question, don't worry. Dear Clear Approach, I have a new medical condition that I am getting treatment for. And I know that at my next flight physical, I am going to need a special issuance. Until my next physical, though, is my current medical certificate still valid and can I keep flying? So as an example of this whole situation, let's say you unfortunately get diagnosed with diabetes in between your two flight physicals. And you know that diabetes is going to be one of those conditions you have to get a special issuance medical certificate. But you're going through treatment, you feel fine, there's been no issue, so can you keep on flying in the meantime? And the answer is no. And why is that? Well, the reason is, and I hate saying this because it makes me sound like the pilot examiner of your nightmares, but the reason is Title 14, Part 51.53. Otherwise, Prohibition on Operations During Medical Deficiency. In this regulation, it states that a person can't act as a pilot in command or as a required pilot flight crew member if they know or have any reason to know of a medical condition that would make them unable to meet the requirements for medical certification at the time of pilot operation. That is a very long-winded way to basically say you have to stand down the very moment you develop a medical condition that would interfere with your ability to get a normal medical certificate. And you can't go back to flying until you get a new certificate. Now, when most pilots hear this, the first natural response is, that's just completely ridiculous. They say something along the lines of, now I've worked with my personal physician for for years, and they know me like the back of their hand. And I trust whatever they say more than I trust that aerospace medical examiner that I see every 12 months. If my doctor says that I'm good and healthy, that's good enough for me. And that's all I need to know to keep flying safely. Well, unfortunately, it really isn't. Look, we have nothing but trust and respect for the medical providers out there that take care of pilots. But while there are many outstanding providers out there who have all the expertise necessary to take care of complicated medical conditions like diabetes or obstructive sleep apnea. Unfortunately, there are only a handful of experts out there that truly understand how common health issues interact with the unique circumstances and nuances that we see during flight. Just because a medical condition is stable enough and well-controlled enough for normal life doesn't mean that it's good enough for flight safety. All right, question number two. Dear Clear Approach, yeah, and I'm paraphrasing. I recently had a medical examination and my certification was deferred to the FAA for further consideration. I have changed my mind about this whole flying thing. Can I withdraw my application? Good question. Now, this is a little bit trickier. And the answer is both yes and no. As you are all likely aware, the process for getting a medical certificate starts with filling out the FAA 8500-A form online in the system known as MedExpress. And this is the form that you put all your basic identifying information in, what medications you're taking, your medical visits, and so forth. And once you're done entering that, it spits out this confirmation number. 
Now, if you don't actually go and get an examination, that information will go away after 60 days. It'll be like you never filled it out. If you actually do go get an aerospace examination, the AME will ask for your confirmation number and enter it into the FAA's system. Once that happens, something is going to go to the FAA. Even if the only thing your AME does is enter that confirmation number and there is no exam, the FAA will know about it. Pretty much once that confirmation number is entered, there's no turning back and there is no way to withdraw your application. Because of this, one of the things that I always do for my pilots when I'm working with them is I ask them to tell me anything that they were worried about before I actually enter in the confirmation number. Take home message, you want to have all of your ducks in a row before you go visit your AME quack. All right, time for the final frequent question that I get. Dear Clear Approach, I am using an SSRI for treatment of some mild depression. I'm feeling well overall, and I heard that in order to get a medical certificate while using this medicine, I've got to go through a lot of hurdles. Can I just stop the medicine and try for a regular certificate? And the answer is yes. So first up, what is an SSRI? So that stands for Selective Serotonin reuptake inhibitor. And many of you are probably familiar with the uh, trade names for these kinds of medicines. It would include things like Prozac and uh, Zoloft, Celexa, and Lexapro. Now, just to review, remember, there are only four SSRIs that pilots can use while flying, and that is uh, Prozac, Zoloft, Celexa, and Lexapro. And there are plenty of other medications out there that can be used for depression like Welbutrin and uh, Cymbalta and something called Effexor, but those are not currently allowed. All right, so going back to the question then, can a pilot who doesn't want to go through the whole special issuance process just stop the medicine and try to go for a regular certificate? And there actually is a pathway for that. If you go over to the FAA website, you can actually look at the SSRI protocol, but Essentially, this is what has to happen. If you want to go off that kind of medicine, you have to be off that medicine for 60 days. And after that, you have to get a statement from your treating doctor or other medical provider that says that you are stable and you've had no worsening of your mood symptoms and that, in fact, you are off the medication. As long as you bring that kind of document to your medical examination, then you can actually get a normal certificate without having to go through the entire process of visiting with a psychiatrist and going through the dreaded COG screen. Now, that being said, this pathway is not some sort of workaround to easily get a medical certificate while taking an SSRI. If you truly need an SSRI to help with your depression and anxiety symptoms, then please, you want to stay on the medicine, of course. This pathway really only applies to pilots who may have been on the medicine for a while and no longer need it, due to other changes in their life. So for all you pilots out there who are taking an SSRI and you're thinking about flushing your meds now, back away from the toilet, safety first. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and found it useful. Uh, rest assured now that I am back from vacation, you'll be hearing from me again in about two weeks. 
As always, remember this podcast is part of our Mayo Clinic Clear Approach teleconsulting service for pilots. If you go to clearapproach.mayoclinic.org, you can find out more about our service. But basically, if you're a pilot out there, you've got some questions about your health and how it may affect your flying, you can send us a message there and our team of aerospace medical examiners will get back to you usually between 48 and 72 hours. And if you have any feedback or you'd like to share your own story, maybe with me or even be on the show, you can actually email me and I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at aeromed.mayo.edu. That's A-E-R-O-M-A-Y-O dot mayo dot E-D-U. Until next time, this is Dr. Van, your medical co-pilot, wishing you great flying and even better health.